welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who were inspired by our show a couple of weeks ago. So they went out into the streets and started selling rap CDs, but the CDs were blank. And okay. this is JR and the Scammer. <laughs> and this is TJ. Yeah, man, you got to be careful. That's a, that's a new scam out here. People come up to man. you and say, you like, the, you like rap? And you be like, yeah. And then they just sell you a blank CD. Oh, I was a little slow on that one. I, I thought that they were. forgot to record their vocals. <laughs> nah. They might as well sell you a brick. Yeah, man. But I wouldn't buy nobody's CD on the street anyway. I can see the bootleg man doing that, but all he's going to do is mess his name up so people wouldn't buy him, buy from him no more. Well, I mean, if he's just a bootleg man on like on the train or something, it don't matter. He's going to get a thousand people. Yeah. Just hit him up that day. They won't know until they get home. Yeah. So, That's pretty crazy. So don't get scammed out here. Like, yeah, man. I, I, like, I like that you're trying to be an entrepreneur, but don't be scamming people. <laughs> And let that be a lesson to all the listeners, man. Don't be buying no DVDs and see. Well, you can take your chances. Just know you're taking a chance, all right, dude. And there's no reason. And some struggling, and that, some struggling rapper, he should be handing out CDs, right? For free. <laughs> or putting his, or if, yeah, exactly. Or he should be uh, giving you his SoundCloud link. And you shouldn't buying be buying DVDs. I mean, you could have bought a Fire Stick and it'll pay for itself by now. <laughs> exactly. So taking your chance from the bootleg man so yeah don't buy dvds either on these streets all right that's a good point go get you a fire stick or fire tv people who don't like fire sticks out there because they they buffer too much or they have issues go get the fire tv has a little bit more ram in it the buffering isn't as bad i like memory. mine that's good yeah I'm glad you do it shout didn't work out, for me shout out to amazon <laughs> right for making it possible i want to thank amazon for making this all possible <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming amongst another holiday huh yep another traditional holiday there you go <laughs> there you go so check this out man we talked about mother's day the other day and i gave mother's day a pass um i don't generally not sure why uh, but okay yeah I'll, I'll yeah you, i don't i don't do it. <laughs> you let me live a little bit. No, you gave me hell about it, actually. You gave me hell about it a little bit. You didn't You didn't stay on it. But I gave it a pass, and I don't actively participate super hard. Uh, I, I'll go ahead and get my mom something, you know what I'm saying, every once in a while. Did I get her something this year? I definitely got her something this year. I did. I bought her something, some type of electronic gizmo or gadget. But for the wife... No, nah, we didn't. We didn't really celebrate like that. We just told her Happy Mother's Day. And um, so now we're up on Memorial Day. And first of all, I got I got to clear the air really quick. Um, and for, I don't want to sound biased about this holiday because I am a veteran and I'll get to that in a moment. But there are a lot of people out there who confuse Veterans Day and Memorial Day. OK. Memorial Day. Wait, 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 wait. It's for wait. Since you're a professional about this, and I'm not, let's see if I can correctly describe what the two, the difference between the two are. Okay. Okay. So, from my understanding, Veterans Day is for is basically, for lack of a better word, celebrating the people 
of the armed forces and the military uh, who are still with us and basically just not actively in the military anymore. Okay. Memorial Day is for people who died. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily while actively in the um, line of duty or whatever you call it, or just people who were in the military who passed away at any point in life. But they ought to be dead. And that's what I understand Memorial Day is. Right, right. You got it right. All right. And you can cast that net large. It's cool to cast it large and say anybody who served a veteran that died. Let's do it like that. A veteran that died. There you go. Memorial Day is for you. Just just at any point. He doesn't necessarily have to be died in the field. Nah, we're going to cast that net large. They served their country. They died. And now we're going to I'm sure at one point it was very specific to people who passed because there was a lot of people dying in war right world war one world war two and um nam yeah nam <laughs> there's a lot of people who died in those wars however there are people who are dying who served who are dying now and we don't want to forget those people yeah. so you got it right the point is is that on veterans day we want to celebrate those who serve their country, who are still with us, as you said, and we want to take a moment and say thank you for your service. That's so, what Veterans Day is for. So I think I know where you're going with this. Are you upset that people are going to be texting you on Monday saying thank you for your service and stuff Yo, like that? Yo, don't kill me. Don't kill me, dog. <laughs> like, I'm still here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you supposed to love me. You supposed to care about me. That's why you texted me and you going you going <laughs> Duh. So, come on, man. So so you don't want them to send you happy Memorial Day messages. No, nah, man. Just Yeah, man. Just wait until November. Wait until November and then you can get at me and tell me thank you. We don't you know what I understand off, though, do we? Uh, we do not. No, we, do we not don't get Veterans yeah. Day off. No, we don't get that off. Because y'all still alive. <laughs> right. People only care about you when you die, man. Ask yeah. Biggie and Pac, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but uh, it's not that big of a deal to me. A lot of people take offense to it. Uh, I just try to use the time to educate and let people know that, yo, you, you got it mixed up, bro. Like, I'm still here. You can send other family members who might have served and died. We, we want to take a day and remember them. So, again, with my beef with holidays, my main beefs with holidays is the fact that we're celebrating something and we don't know why, hence the Valentine's Day and shit like that. And then having to go buy something. So the whole boost the economy. I want everybody to go buy something. So this particular holiday, Memorial Day, you don't have to do either. You Or... You You know why you're celebrating and you don't have to buy anybody any gifts. You're just simply taking a moment to say, you know what? Freedom is not free. And people need to know that freedom is not free. And people pay with their lives and pay with their dedication. I'm going to take a minute and take this day off, this whole 24 hours that I got off work, if you're lucky enough to have work off. And I'm going to think about them for 10 seconds. And And for the And for the other... uh, 24 hours or excuse me 23 hours 59 minutes and 50 seconds you can barbecue and watch right. TV. And you can go kick it 
Yep. And you don't have to buy nothing, you know? You can throw some chicken on the grill that you had in the freezer already. So, you're so okay. I'm cool with Memorial Day. So, so, so you're okay with that, with people take, just taking advantage of the day off, not really doing anything. I mean, come on, 10 seconds isn't really a lot of time or enough time, I would say, to uh, to recognize somebody that passed away, especially when you don't even know anybody that passed away. Yeah, true. Um, and and that's what I'm saying. You might not have anybody particularly in your family, but I think the goal is is just a way to a, a national way to humble yourself for a moment and realize that we are who we are because of people who gave their lives, time, dedication, blood, sweat, tears, energy, all that. So how do you feel about people who take advantage of these holidays? We haven't talked about this before. Who will take advantage of a holiday even though, so basically they're taking their time off even though they don't necessarily recognize it or support it. So it could be somebody who's not um, a Christian. They take Christmas off. Uh-huh. Somebody who is anti-war, but they take Memorial Day off. Right. What right. do you what do you what do you feel about that situation? If we were just talking logically here, it sounds really hypocritical. <laughs> you anti-war, but you're celebrating. That's you know, so you're taking the day you're, off. You're just, and you're just accepting that day you're, off. You're you're accepting it, right? Yeah. Look, if you don't want no parts of something, don't take no parts of it. If you if you're against something, you're anti something. You can't take part in it. So should because they be like, should they go to their job and be like, you can't force me to observe a holiday I don't support. You're going to let me work today. There you go. There you go. You fighting for everything else. You talk about anti-war. Go ahead and hop, go up there and be disrespectful and say these people, you know, I'm not celebrating a day. I don't care about those people who died. They shouldn't have died and they should have been fighting anyway. So. And the same thing. Know. Same thing for Christmas. Same thing for Christmas. Don't celebrate it then. If you, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't take part in it if you're if you're super super anti. Go to like school. If you're going you're going above go and beyond. Work. Well, you can't you can't go to school. Okay, you school can't go to school. There. But you can but you Yeah. Yeah, but don't participate in no parts of it then. But so that's just the logical part talking. Uh, for me, I don't care. Do your thing, man. So if there is a person out there and there probably are a lot of people out there who's not even thinking about the people who passed, the veterans who passed. You know what? Do your thing, man. It's cool. You get a At freebie. least the nation, yeah, you get a freebie. At least the nation is trying to recognize and remember that we didn't get here for nothing. We could all be speaking French right now. You know True. what I'm saying? Or we could all so. be still in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why, why is there not a holiday for that? I mean, like I guess not necessarily celebrate. Well, no, I think I think it's that you bring up a good point. I think it's just because we're just lost in the fact that, I mean, none of us remember like where we came from specifically. And I don't want to get into that whole thing because I mean, people said all the time, "Man, we lost because we don't know where we came from." Man, they they ripped us from where we were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to be the hotel brother. You know what I'm saying? However, uh, I mean, just the fact of the matter is, how do you celebrate something you don't know what you celebrate? Well, should I guess people do it with Valentine's Day all the time? <laughs> I mean, so then, so that that holiday, I'll be anti that holiday. Then, then I look like a weirdo because I'd be like, we don't even know if this is even real. You know what I'm saying? So that should it be some kind of slavery holiday or yo? 
You can't. <laughs> I mean, to record. Okay, think about it. Our our forefathers spent 400, 500 years of free labor and never got a day off except for Christmas and Easter. You start giving people days off we, of that shit. We should have. I, mean, I think it's okay to give us one day to make up for that. Who is us? The 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 um the American people, black people, white people, what people? The 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 offsprings of these slaves. The so ans- they should get a day off. Okay. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. Not just no. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm saying everybody would get the day off because it would be like a national holiday. So gotcha. white people get the okay. day off too. But it'd be it'd it be kind of like celebrating like a Memorial Day for, for slavery. No, nah, man, it'd be celebrating the fact that that slavery occurred. Like that's a touchy sit. That's a touchy subject. <laughs> no, you would you wouldn't celebrate. <laughs> it's not celebrating slaves. Like, yay, we had slavery. No, it's what, it's celebrating that we survived slavery. It's a Memorial Day for slavery. Just like we're not celebrating the dead uh, soldiers. It's it's a Memorial Day for them. We're supposed to. Well, you know you what? Know, Martin Luther King Day thing. is kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Nah, 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 nah. That's his. Because we're celebrate, we're celebrating civil rights and all wrapped up into that. There's this whole history behind why he even went on his voyage to fight for civil rights. I think it's wrapped up in Martin Luther King Day. Man, and it's, and I, it's not, and it's not as touchy either. We don't even get Martin Luther King Day off. Um, <laughs> it actually. Uh, no, we, yeah, we don't even get that. I don't get that day off. I don't know. Do you get it? Our job just started it, actually. They took what they called a floating, floating holiday. holiday. yeah. And then they, they was like, you know what? Because they used to give it to us, like, on the 4th of July, they'll give us an extra day. But they took it from the 5th of July and um, or the 3rd of July because it used to float. And they stuck it on Martin Luther King Day. So now we get that off. See, we got our floating holiday because we don't take uh, Martin Luther King Day. Gotcha. So when when is the floating holiday? Whenever they put it somewhere. Whenever you want. Whenever you want to schedule it. Oh, you get to schedule it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Our floating holiday was they might tack it on to Christmas. They might tack it on the extra day on Fourth of July because you know some of those days run weird, and so they'll you know Fourth of July might be on a a Friday, so they give you the Thursday off or something. Yeah. Or Fourth of July might be on a Sunday, so they give you the Monday off. Yeah. And so. They took that now. You have 4th of July on Sunday. You better be at work on Monday unless yeah. you took the day off. And, you know, you, you mentioned Martin Luther the King just now. The King. The King, Martin Luther yeah. the King. And I actually stood in, well, I didn't get to stand in there, but I got to stand outside of the room that he was in just before he took a two, two, three round to the head. Oh, straight up? Yeah. You was at the hotel motel? Yeah, I was at the um hmm. What's it called? I forget what it's called, but I was at the motel. Nice. And uh and it might not have been a two two three round. I don't know what kind of shot it was. Oh, he took a headshot. It, it was, was a headshot, right? And Jesse didn't catch it. What what was what 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 caliber would that have been? I don't know. That's like know. a hunting rifle or something, right? Probably wasn't that too serious. That. It's a headshot. What are you talking it's about? A <laughs> Ding, you know, no. It's nothing too serious. What the hell are you talking about, man? No, I'm talking. I'm talking. Okay. So I was there, right? And yeah. so the most shocking thing to me 
was that Martin Luther King was a chain smoker. Okay. Like the room had like a hundred cigarette ashes in the ashtrays. They just left it? Or they simulated it? I'm assuming they simulated it. The room was all clean and stuff. I mean, it wasn't like it was a slept-in room. Like, they had, like, a little tray there with his food. And this is in Memphis, by the way. I went to Memphis this weekend. Okay. And they had, like, a little tray with his breakfast or whatever. I say breakfast. I don't say breakfast. Do you say breakfast? Breakfast? Breakfast. I'll probably say breakfast when I'm talking fast. I say breakfast. (laughs) B-R-E-F-F-I-S-T. Okay. (laughs) And so they had his breakfast sitting there. And uh, and that was pretty, I mean, that was pretty much it. Like the bed was made and everything. But, uh, and they also had, um, you know, they made a museum out of this hotel. And by the way, I efforted that for you. It's a 30 out 6 round. Ah, I was going to guess that. Yeah, it's 30 out 6. Okay. That's a 7.62. That was close. That wasn't close yeah. at all. But um So so yeah, I I went I went to that and they also had the like the where the guy shot him from. Yeah. They had that as part of the uh, museum as well, like across the street. So, so did they just shut the motel down and or they just got that room you can't use it anymore? No, the whole the motel is all been converted to the um like to 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 the museum, to the civil rights. We don't give museum. a shit about those other rooms. <laughs> like what? It's kind of cool the way it we went, don't, though. We don't care about the lobby. Like it starts like, off it starts off, well no, they well okay, so the the museum isn't the hotel. Like the building, like the where the hotel once was, like yeah. the whole facade kind of looks like the hotel, but none of those rooms are functional. All those rooms have been gutted out or in now are made into a civil rights museum. So like gotcha. the lobby is not the lobby anymore. The lobby is the museum lobby. And so uh, like, so it. the museum basically starts off with slavery. Like the first one you go in and then it just progresses all the way up until the last room you walk into is uh, Martin Luther King's room. Dog, you see that? I told you Martin Luther King Day is slavery day. Even in his museum, you walk in, it just shows you the history. I'm telling you, they've already done it, dog. We already have the day. And you go, you end up in room 306, which is his room. Gotcha. So, And then after you leave his room, then you enter the gift shop. (laughs) Where they rob you. (laughs) (laughs) Where they they hit you with a headshot, figuratively. You know what? That's the least they could do, man. He got murked in that place. The least they can do is let him have it and celebrate his life. They had my tripping. I can't recall if it was there where they had bullets on like a necklace. Where was I at when I I saw that? That might have been there. (laughs) I can't remember. I feel like they have bullets made out of... Let's see. Necklaces with a bullet like um, pendant. Okay. I'm not sure if that's really honoring him with the 3-06 bullet casing, but hey. Well, you, you broke, you told me, you broke one of the rules of being a real one. You know what I'm saying? 
I saw you in multiple pictures this weekend. I think three. You would have seen me. I saw you in at least three. No, the other one was taken down. (laughs) But it went up. I saw it, bro. It's too late. Once I saw it go up, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) My nigga, I've already appeared in the picture. Right. You got to choose the best one. (laughs) That got taken right out. So... Yeah, so we went there and we went to the Stax Museum. Stax Museum is a record company. Or Stax, I guess, was a record company from back in the day. It was like the down south Motown. Really cool place. Um, we did the whole Memphis and May thing, basically. So Memphis is May. Okay, I was going to ask, why was you out there? Yeah, it's Memphis and May. And so from what I gather, you basically just go to Bill Street, which is the equivalent of Bourbon Street, I guess. It's like the main street that you hear about Memphis. It's right. You got to go to Bill. And the funny thing about these streets is, like, Bill Street is only, like, two blocks. Like, well, the whole Bill Street is longer than two blocks, but the part that matters is only, right. like, two blocks. That's a lot of... So, I don't know how long Bourbon Street is. I was on Bourbon Street, and we walked for long, way longer than two blocks. I can't imagine a crowd of people trying to get through this two block area i'm sure that was shoulder to shoulder thousands of people dude i'd have my wallet in my front pocket looking out for pickpockets that's the kind of stuff i was thinking about so i was was thinking i'm like i remember watching cops and like on bourbon street they was like getting catching pickpockets and pickpocketers or whatever and i was like oh my god that could be pickpockets out here and uh, or pickpocketer is a pick. It's a pickpocketer, right? Uh, I don't know. People who pick your damn pocket, who who don't have a life of their own, so they steal from you. They might these, be on these bro. streets, and so. Yeah. So yeah, I I I, I got worried about that for a while. And, Anytime uh, I'm in yeah. a where I'm gonna be number one, if I'm gonna be drinking and there's a lot of people around, I get freaked out about that, and I put my wallet in my front pocket. Because yep. that whole bumping into you, oh, my fault, man. Like, you having a few drinks, you're not thinking about, oh, he just got me for my wallet. You're going to be, you're gonna have to be one smooth brother to go in my front pocket and take my wallet out. And and yeah, that's what I did. So I put, like, the wallet, like, against, like, closest to my thigh and then put my keys in front of that. Yeah. So you really got to be nice to be able to, to finesse my wallet out of my Yeah, pocket. you got to be David Blaine in that joint. Like, <laughs> I'm sure David Blaine can get me. But right. anybody else out there, if you ain't Chris Angel, you know what? I'm not even throwing him in the conversation. If you ain't David Blaine or uh, David Copperfield, what's wrong with Chris Angel? It ain't happening. Huh? What's wrong with Chris Angel? I, I ain't saying nothing wrong with him. I just don't look at him highly like that yet. What? He was the first one on the show. He was the first one. I mean, like, he had the big show. Oh, uh, well, he ain't popping in my book. I know David. What? I know Mind, David Freak, David. Fi- Mind Freak was the shit. Like, I watched, like, all five seasons of that. Oh. Okay. No, so, I, know, I know David. But, but no, them guys, they'll take, like, your ID out and, like, your wallet to still be in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the f- Like, how did you do that? So... Yeah, but um, I didn't get got. Good. Uh, there were 
um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thotties walking around on the street. Nice. And did you employ your your uh your trick? You know, it was it was so many more. So there was a lot of people at Cinco de Mayo, right? That's the last yeah. time where I talked about this. There was a lot of people out here, but they were out there for the purpose for people to look at them. So like uh, they had on very uh, provocative outfits and that kind of thing. Gotcha. You know they they, they were uh, they were pieces of art walking around. They wanted to be watched, huh? Yeah, and of course art is subjective, so all of them weren't masterpieces. <laughs> but uh, but it it was cool, man. Um, it was different. Like we went we went like on a Friday night. And it was it was all right that night. It was a little laid back. There was an older crowd, more of a mixed crowd. But Saturday, so Saturday, okay, so Friday night we just walked up into the street. No big deal. We had a good parking space and everything. Saturday we had we couldn't even get park on the street. We had to park way far away, a few blocks away, and we had to pay to get onto the street. We had to pay ten dollars to get into this two block, this two blocks of Bill Street. Yeah. And they had metal detectors. You have to pay to get on the street. Yeah. And this is to walk on the street. This is not, you can't drive through this two block street with everybody there. This is, you have to pay to walk there. To walk on the street, on the public street. Did you have to pay for parking? Like when, like you have to get there. You did not pay for parking, but well, there were places to pay for parking. How long was your walk? To from where you parked since it, it was actually wasn't that bad. To- um, it's got it's actually kind of ass backwards. So Friday when we got there during the day, they had paid parking lots. Saturday when we got there, the parking lots weren't there. You had to park on the street. It's Memphis. Hmm. It's down south. I don't know what the fuck that was <laughs> about. Don't ask me. And don't don't even don't don't try to explore what that was about because I have no idea. Okay. Well, I got a I got a quick idea then. How about this? If you're paying if you're charging people for parking, then you only get the one car which might have 5 people in it. Yeah. But if yeah, if you charge each person to walk on the street though, you'll get quadruple the money. Why not get them both? Damn, dog, you trying to <laughs> I mean they, they already, already killed you. the king. They already, they already killed the king. Yeah. Come on, man. They shot Martin in the head. Now you want them to charge for both? Yo, give us yeah. a break, man. They got to give us a break. Yeah. So here's the issue. So I went there. It was like a couple's uh, trip, right? Uh-oh, couple's so, therapy. So it was kind of like one of those. The first thing I thought oh, when man. I got there, it was like, hey, Benny, you don't bring uh, <laughs> you don't bring shells to the, to the beach yeah. because they already got them there. That's what they said yep. on Fat Beach. You don't bring seashells <laughs> to the beach because they already got them there. Um, and that's the first thing I thought. I was like, wow, I'm not sure if this is a couple's thing. Like, this is more of like a single man's or a single person's uh, game here. But it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, it was still a lot of fun. And But the problem was, was there was probably five or six couples. So 10 or 12 people to try to uh you know keep in line or whatever well oh so that so they're clogging up the street 
or the walkway because it's five or six couples together in a group. No, no, that wasn't the issue. No, I mean, I'm I'm talking, I'm speaking to the trip in general. Because oh, we, that you went with your yeah, group of people that you went with exactly okay. because we were running around doing all kinds of different activities. We went to this barbecue festival, and like I said, we, we hit up Bill Street a couple of times. Well, the problem with that is when you have a big group like that, you kind of need organization. Have you, you definitely have you, need organization? Have you ever gone on a trip like that before with uh, multiple other couples? Actually, I'm leaving tonight to go on a trip. I'm going to Jamaica. Uh, and my wife's friend, she has two friends that's going and they're dragging along their boyfriends and husbands. So, so it's going to be, it's going to be six of us total. Okay. So and I'm actually afraid because we haven't done the organized thing yet. So on day one, my plan is to figure out what we're going to do, whether they're going to be in or out because we're away from home, far, far away from home. We're in California. We're going all the way to the East coast south of florida south of cuba to go to jamaica we need to make sure we do some stuff you know so here's what i suggest i suggest that you do this is what i would like to see with our trip that should be okay so you start the day off you pick a place to eat breakfast well i would say everybody just every man for themselves for breakfast all right cool after that you have an activity so say go to the museum after that, there should be a place for lunch that everybody goes to. Then maybe after that, you can do another um, event or you can go back to the hotel room to chill. And then late night, you do dinner or like another late night Nighttime event, kind of yeah. event. It should be that it, it could be that simple and that organized. But that didn't happen with ours. So what did George look like? It was every man for himself for breakfast, which is cool. Fine. Yeah, because everybody wakes up at different times, right? Yeah. the The major problem day for me was, uh, I would say Saturday. So Saturday. That's the big night, bro. Yeah. So Saturday we got up. We did every man for himself breakfast. Then it was like, okay, at eleven o'clock, let's go hit up um, the Stack Museum. So we meet them at the Stack Museum. But first of all, one of the couples, they was like, fuck that. We're going to do our own thing. Our own thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So wait. So check so it. I, so check I met it. that dude once and like that was it. So what do you think about that? Is that acceptable? Is that cool? I'm trying to think. I did like personally, I didn't miss him as just one of the attending guests. But oh, if, if I was the person that actually organized it, I might have felt a certain kind of way. Got it. I okay. might have. I, I guess it depends on how you said it. It depends. So in our situation, she in our situation here, in our situation here, it was my wife and her friend wanted to do a trip, a couple's trip. Somehow we came to Jamaica, and later on down the line, a third that that third couple was added. So and the key. State it. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say the key here is though is it's a couple's trip. Which means there should be some kind of group activity happening. Okay. So True. even so, even that third group that ended up, that third couple that ended up in the group, they should be expected to be with y'all at some point. Okay. Even if the days are off. So is one event good enough? I think so. 
Um, okay. It, it just depends on 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 what the situation is. Gotcha. Uh, so okay. so 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 with our day, so we did the Stacks Museum, and then they were so somebody kind of like I all wanted I wanted to go to this place, uh, Interstate Barbecue. Like I've been there. I go there every time I go to Memphis. And I, I was telling them like this is the, this is I mean I was gonna go regardless but I was trying this to tell is that them, hotness right there yeah you want barbecue this is the spot but nobody listened to me and I wasn't about to keep fighting and I was like whatever you know I'm just here for the you know I'm just trying to go along with the flow it's all good and so somebody came up with the idea hey they have a barbecue festival going on. I'm like, okay. I never really knew how those worked. I've never been to one before myself. Have you ever gone to one of those things? I have not been to a barbecue festival. What would you think it would be, though? You like what? Like what? Is, I would it, think it'd be a bunch of vendors there, a bunch of um, I call them vendors, but basically a bunch of restaurants that mm-hmm. that have their barbecue. You get to try out their barbecue. They might even be selling their barbecue. And there would be beer there and maybe some spirits there. Would you think, would you think, yeah, okay, so you think there would be an option to try their barbecue and then there would also be an option to sell their barbecue or something like that, right? Um, I've seen things both ways. I went to like a, a food festival, the foodie festival out here. You know, Californians are weird. They have a festival where all the food trucks get together and they didn't give away much food. I mean, you just had an opportunity to see all the food trucks in one place and you get to try out. They had smaller meals than what they normally sell, so it can be a little bit cheaper than they had the expensive stuff. But I was expecting to get a couple free samples. So what's the point of that? To like go to this thing where all these, let's just call them vendors, all these vendors are there and you can't try all the things. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to go in there just to pick one. I've seen it, yeah. That and when I went to the food truck thing, we we did too, cause I bought one meal and we split, and then my yeah. wife got one meal and we split. But you can't then, you can't taste a little piece of all thirty. Like you should be nah. able to get a little piece of everybody's ribs or something. Right, just to see which one is better. So th- it makes it hard because when you spend your money, you're like you're going around. It's four places to choose from, and you're kind of asking people, "Did you like it?" Everybody likes everybody's. So now you're going for the look of it. It's like ah, those look a little dark. Uh, the sauce looks a little too thick and then you pick one and maybe you like it maybe you don't right you know what I'm so you start looking at you start looking at the statistics they like oh well see we smoke our ribs for 36 hours and other people yeah we only smoke them for 12 it's like well i'm gonna go for the i'm gonna go for the right. 36 hour marinated or whatever all right so smoked. so so let me get back to the group here so okay. with a group of 10 people of course there's 10 different personalities you're always gonna have somebody trying to run the show and they really probably shouldn't so we're following a car. I don't know who it was. And we park by like the Memphis pyramid, like under the highway. And we start walking and we had to walk maybe like two miles up a hill <laughs> to get to where the barbecue stuff was. Oh man. That's just, to, <laughs> that's just to get to the gate. And it wasn't hot or nothing. So it wasn't, that wasn't that bad, you know? But and they didn't charge you to get in, right? So they charge you fifteen dollars to get in per person. Okay. So of course that's problematic right off. Like, damn, I gotta get I'm getting charged to eat? 
cover well, charge. Well, double charge to eat, right? Like, like, uh, like, oh, I get, I got to pay fifteen dollars. Okay, so I get to go in there and just run amok in here. But right, no, right, right. I'm, I'm finna get full eating a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, no, you get, you get, you pay fifteen dollars for the privilege of going in there <laughs> to spend your money. Oh, okay. I said that wrong. It's $10 to get in. But what we found out after the fact was that you could have paid an extra 15 to get like a wristband and then you would have been able to try some vendor stuff. Ah, got it. Because that's what I was going to say. Uh, in like the beer festivals and stuff out here, if you pay like $45, you get to you get like a wristband and you get to try samples. And, stuff. and you know what? If they would have put that out there, that would have been all good, but they didn't. And so they give you tickets. And so you walk up. And they straight up scan your ticket, like they, they like you know, it's got a barcode. I'm saying I'm mentioning that because there was actually a guy who was with us who went ahead of us. I think he was like looking for a restaurant, and he didn't see one, so he came back and joined up with us. And then when he came back in along with the group, they said you have to pay again. Your car, your ticket has already been scanned. And he's like, I just walked in. What are you talking about? I just walked in to look for the restroom and I went and joined my friends again. And I was like, nah, you gotta, you have to buy another ticket. You can't come in once your ticket's been scanned. Yo, that's idiotic, bro. So they charged him. So, so we all, we just walked two miles, which was way further than what we needed to, but never ended up being park spaces way closer. It's always like that. And, um, so we just walked the two miles and, then the dude had to double pay. Then we had to walk some more, like another half mile still just to get to where the actual food and stuff was. And again, we didn't have the vendor pass, so we just had to go to like the regular food trucks or whatever. Talk and about I'm, organization. It sounds like the venue wasn't organized well. How do you not venue, have a sign giving you yeah. what, what the offers are? Yeah, and why didn't they say have it posted? It's not on a ticket or nothing that you can't go back in. You know, it was just it was just really frustrating by that point. You know, after walking two and a half miles just to get to this place, and then to have to pay all this money, and then to find out that the food is just okay, that's there. It's like, why did we pay twenty five dollars? You know, thirty forty dollars, and when it's all said and done, just to eat like some okay barbecue and some cold fries or whatever. When we could have just, just went to interstate barbecue. Right. <laughs> and so did y'all, leave. did y'all make it to interstate? It's called interstate, right? Yeah. So we did y'all there. make it to interstate barbecue. I'll get to that. So we leave there and you know, we make the trek back. Um, I was there with, with, with Sarah. And so there was like, she was like stopping and looking at stuff and we got left behind. <laughs> but so we ended up catching back up with the group and we went and chilled out for a little bit. And then we went back to Bill Street where it was like super popping that night. And that's when they charged us to $10 or whatever. All right. So anyway, the next day, Sunday, I got family kind of close by. So we went to visit a family and then I was like, okay, we going to interstate barbecue. So I got to interstate barbecue, got my thing. I always get the pulled pork sandwich. Sarah got her served some rib tips. And then we told everybody how good it was. Well, she, she finally told everybody how good it was. And so Monday they decided they wanted to go. 
and everybody went to Interstate Barbecue. Right. And I'm sure they were raving about it. And they loved it. And I was like, Yeah, I tried to tell I, you this two days ago. <laughs> no, not only did I try to tell you this two days ago, I told you this three or four months ago when you first mentioned going into Memphis. <laughs> so I told them this a long time ago. You know what, though? Those situations are hard, right? Because, number one, nobody wants to really step up and be the leader. It's always, so where do you want to go? I don't know. So what do you want to do? I don't know. And then somebody finally steps up who probably has no business stepping up. And by the time they step up, they mustered enough courage to step up. And now you can't tell them nothing. And they're like, all right, we're going to go here. It's like, yo, I'm trying to tell you this spot is hot. You know, we need to go over here. And they they go where they want everybody to go and you get there and it's whack. You know, you pay money that you don't have that you shouldn't have to pay. The event isn't as cool as it's supposed to be. Right. That shit always happens, man. And you know what? And it's it's odd because I've been on a few of these trips now with where we went with many people. And a lot of these a lot of these places I've been to before. And I'm trying to tell, yo, we need to be doing this. I'm telling you, I've been here before. This is what we want. It's like, oh, well, no, let's let's just go down here and do this. It's like, all right, man, if this is what y'all want to do, you know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sharing this story just to get to that point is you ever do something like this, make sure the shit is organized. Like there was a bunch of other clusterfuck kind of stuff happening, like the Saturday night, Saturday night Bill Street. Like we went to dinner and the and the food was fucked up. The It took forever to get the food. It took for, like the service was just horrible. People was out there throwing up all night. It was yeah, a mess. That's pretty common. That's almost common sense, though. Like, you don't eat on holidays because the service is going to be yeah. terrible because there's too many people. You exactly. don't go to events and eat in the city where the event is. Like, you don't eat on the street. On the damn street. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, that should be a given. So, yeah, I just want people to take from this is when you go on a mega trip like that you got a bunch of family or friends or whatever make sure the shit is organized or just simply don't participate like that one couple did we never saw right. them we saw them one night oh actually they probably won out they did everything they wanted to do they weren't in the clusterfuck at all right they didn't have the bad food right they didn't pay the extra money that could have been that could have been me like I, I knew where I wanted to go. <laughs> right. Oh, and they still had the uh, steak, egg, and cheese bagels at McDonald's uh, down there too, which they don't have in St. Louis no more. So that was good. Oh, okay. That was that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, man. So listeners out there, if you're doing this, just let it be. Let it be a lesson. Do not go out on a holiday and try to eat. Don't do it because you know everybody's going to do it. The service and, is going to be de- degraded. The service is definitely going to be degraded. The food is likely to be degraded and it's going to take long. Yeah. So everything is just going to be handicapped. You know what I'm saying? So don't do it. And if you're going somewhere where the city is popping, don't go to where it's popping at and think you're going to eat or expect great service. Exactly. Don't expect anything great. You might as well wait until the stuff dies down and then go. Like, I guess you could have went on that Friday morning or something. I was going to say, because on that Friday, it really, the we went to a place on Bill Street and ate, and we got right in. They got straight to giving us our food. It was all good. But that Saturday, oh my goodness, that Saturday was a beast. <laughs> it was and no that, good, huh? And that was after the, the food festival clusterfuck. So it was just a bad 
evening. I think the whole day was just kind of bad. So, yeah, man. So that was Memphis in May, huh? And there's another thing that happens in May too, man. These NBA playoffs is cracking, and the is the, is the Grizzlies in there? Playoffs? Nah, Mem- uh, Memphis. They were in the playoffs, but they didn't make it this far. Uh, we know who's we know who's in the finals now. The finals start <laughs> this coming Thursday, and it's going to be the Golden State Warriors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Shocker. And this is the third time that these teams meet in the finals. And it's been three consecutive Third in a row, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time in NBA history that this has ever happened. Okay. Where it's three times straight like that. So I mean, so this is this is deal. this is the battle for for it all. This is the best two out of three. Yeah, yeah, this would be the two out of three, right? So whoever get this one, it's like, all right, well, I got the two out of the three in the series, I win it. And they're going to go down as the greatest team in history or at least of the decade. Right, and they're gonna go down the greatest team of the moment, right? And the player who we got Steph Curry and we got LeBron, one of them is gonna go down as the greatest player in NBA history. Yeah, man. So that's pretty dope. Warriors are the favorite. This is LeBron's. I think this is LeBron's seventh straight time or something like that. Like this guy's been to the finals like seven straight oh, between times, the though. Cavaliers and the Heat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, he just keeps going to the finals, bro, which is super crazy. And um, Michael Jordan there's been didn't a lot. Do that. Huh? So Michael Jordan didn't even do that, right? No, he didn't. And so this is the time. <laughs> he could have. It's about this time of the year where people are comparing Michael Jordan and LeBron James or LeBron James to Michael Jordan. And you know what, though? I mean, it's been a long time coming. LeBron came into the league, I think, in 2003 or something yep, like that. 2003. And it's been a long time coming. People have been trying to compare him for years. People were trying to compare him before he actually got his first ring. And then he got his first ring. And he got his second ring. And now he's sitting at three rings. And he's he's the best basketball player in the world today, right now. There's nobody that's touching him right now. Okay? And so... This is the best time, better than ever, to even have these conversations now about LeBron James and Michael Jordan. And the fact is, is that Jordan's stats continue to melt away, man. LeBron is melting Jordan's stats away year after year after year. So now he's playing he just broke. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course he's going to. You said because he did what? Because What do you mean melting? So he's, he's eating away at him or he's breaking a record? He's breaking them. He's oh, okay. breaking them. Yeah, so the the stuff that used to have Jordan's name on it, his name is his name is number two now. You know what I'm saying? So uh, LeBron just broke the NBA all-time playoff scoring leader scoring leader record, which was previously held by Michael Jordan, Michael gotcha. Jeffrey Jordan, and now it's LeBron James's. And so as he continues to chip away and take the number not one position for Michael, Michael Jordan, not to be confused with Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> right? Michael Jeffrey Jordan, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> MJJ. Okay, wait, not Michael Joseph Jackson, MJJ, but um, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. As his name continues to go to be number two, will it ever be a time that a person is going to be looked at as the best player in NBA bas- you know, in, in NBA history over Michael Jordan? Will there ever be a time? There has to be. Like At the, it, at the moment, it don't seem like it's going to happen. I mean, people are still... <laughs> People are still saying that LeBron James is not even in a conversation, which is just crazy talk to me. So he has to get 
I mean, what does he? What would he have to do? Like he has. That's what I'm asking. Would it? What more does this man have to do to even be considered? Does he simply? Does he simply have to have as many rings, or because there's people who got more rings than Jordan? I mean, Robert Horry got more rings than Jordan, don't he? Uh, does he have seven? I know he got a bunch, but Robert Horry doesn't count because he's a supporting cast player. He went from team to team. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. So it can't just be based off of rings. It's not just rings. So, so if you're Bill do Russell, a ring conversation, you have to you have to be the team leader getting the rings. You can't. Okay, just so be Bill, so on Bill the Russell, rings. Bill Russell, right? He has more yeah. rings than Jordan, don't he? He definitely has more rings than Jordan. So why is he not the greatest player? I think he then has they, eleven rings. Then they say, well, Bill Russell, he played at a time where they didn't have the competition that Jordan had. Right? Isn't yeah. that is that the excuse then? Yeah, it is. That was the excuse. Like they didn't have Basketball a three-point line. All you had to do was be taller. They didn't have the three-point line. White yeah. dude, white dudes was dribbling and looking at their hand while they dribbled. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, when you watch those old videos, it is terrible, bro. Like the dribbling is just so bad. Their shorts were shorter. They was playing with chucks on. Like the fact that you can dribble and make people fall just from the way you handled the ball. When you compare the two styles of dribble, it's just like unbelievable, <laughs> bro. Like, do you have chucks? Like, have you ever walked around in a, a, a day in chucks? I have not. I've never owned. That's a pair of chucks. the that's the most horrible thing, dog. Like, you have the shin splints out the ass. Like, <laughs> while you have to wear some chucks, dog. It's terrible. Don't ever do that. <laughs> so imagine playing basketball. But they had the ankle support, game. though. They had the ankle support, though. Nah. They had the high tops that. <laughs> They yeah, strap them up real tight and cover your ankles up. Nah, bro, you, your your shit was gonna be killing you. Like, <laughs> well, it wasn't eighty two games, but what? Let's say it's forty games. So it's still forty games of running up and down the damn court with some chucks on. Your your, your <laughs> shins are gonna be like splintered, <laughs> like literally splintered at the end of that season. I mean, if you even look at, like, the Jordans that came out, the ones, the twos, the threes, yeah. there was really no basketball tech in the shoe. Like, yeah. the threes don't have anywhere to breathe. The The toe box is leather. Like, you know, nowadays you have, like, mesh right where the toes are so yeah. your toes can breathe. Yeah. At least Chucks had air vents in the side. Like, the Jordan threes have no nah, venting. Dog. They had, like, buttonholes on the side. But they had, like, that rubber... <laughs> that rubber on on the end on the toes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they were air vents. I guess that's what you could call. No, on the sides, the the little the little holes on the sides. Those are little vents. There was just two holes. It vent your foot. It lets you vent your foot no, a little I'm saying, bit, I'm man. Saying, if, I'm saying if you want to call it that, but they were the equivalent of they were the same <laughs> button holes where your shoestrings went through. <laughs> right, little eyelets. Yeah, but yeah. They was like on the arch of your foot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. So anyway, I'm just I keep hearing these conversations about who's the best. And I watched this interview. Uh, well, Allen Iverson was on uh, on the herd and he was just talking about how Michael Jordan, he respects LeBron James for what he's doing. He's an excellent player. He knew since LeBron was in high school, LeBron played one of the teams in Philadelphia. AI was on the Sixers. He went and watched the game and uh, he just knew that the kid was going to be special because he was so dominating. But Jordan is the reason that he played, that Allen Iverson played the game. So because of that, there's nobody that's going to be greater than Jordan to him. And I get that. I can definitely see that. And I guess there's just a lot of people out there that's like him, no matter what the stats say. Because, I mean, stat yeah. for stat. I was going to say, what do you use? Because if you don't use stats, I mean, he's looking at Jordan as a hero. 
Right, right. You can't take the hero aspect from him. I mean, this is the reason that he went on to make millions of dollars is because of watching this man number 23 play. Right. And so you can't you can't say that another guy is going to be, you know, that he's the best now. I watched this guy. He said that he was he was uh, when um, Dave Chappelle was talking about or Charlie Murphy was talking about that Prince had like an aura around him. He said that's what when he first played on the court with Jordan, he felt like it wasn't even real. I mean, he was looking at him like, yo, he really wear the Jays, too. You know what I'm saying? He was he said he was starstruck. And a guy like that, you're never going to be able to say that anybody's better, no matter what the stats say. Even right. if even if LeBron gets 10 rings, you know what I'm saying? And just think, LeBron is breaking Jordan's records, and he still has another three, four solid years to play, barring no crazy injuries. Before, before he starts falling off. And that's before he starts falling off. Yeah, because then you still got the years once he falls off, and even then he still be considered dope. It's like Kobe was still considered an elite player, even on his falling off years. You know what? That was because of his past, though. Because when he fell off, he fell off real hard. I mean, it it was it was a plane crash for Kobe. Well, that's what I'm saying. Kobe's my favorite player. That'll more than likely happen to LeBron as well. At some point, not yeah. like that, man. I I think he'll stop before because he doesn't. He's so great now. Jordan, he's at the years. Jordan he's, played with he, the Wizards. He did, and he was still he he played a lot of nights, and he was still dropping forty point games. He he definitely was. But he was falling off though. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, I don't know about. I mean, he might have had a couple or a few forty point games, but he wasn't the Michael Jordan that we knew. No, nah, he wasn't. I think the cool thing about LeBron James though is that. When you're the dynamic player, when you're the top player, you can only play at that physical level for so long because it's hard on the body and father time never loses, okay? So then you start altering your game. You start shooting more, start dunking less, right? Mm -hmm. You start passing the ball more. Well, LeBron has pretty much been doing that his whole career. So it's he's to keep up what he's been doing – it seems like it's going to be easy to do because what he's been doing is distributing the ball. He's a team player. Like, between the two, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, he definitely passes the most. He definitely uses the team the most. And he still gets his points in all his stats. Right. So it's pretty interesting. I just, I just, I don't know. I guess it's the same thing when Bill Russell, when he was at the top of his game and everybody thought that he was the best and maybe, you know, Dr. J had come in and they were like, no, nah, he's better. It's like, no, nah, Bill Russell got all the rings. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that same thing happened. And then when Dr. J was around, it's like, no, nah, he's the best. And then Michael Jordan came. And then I think everybody unanimously, unanimously said that Michael Jordan was 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 the man over Dr. J. But well, before Jordan's that, it was Magic Johnson. Oh, yeah, and Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson's was short-lived, though. I mean, I know he played well. He played for a decent amount of time. But it wasn't hard for people to say that Michael Jordan had top Magic well, Johnson. Well, but Magic Johnson was that guy. And then Michael Jordan came. And it was like, oh, well, never mind. Yeah, I mean, he just came over and took it. It wasn't right. no, man, but he ain't got this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It, it wasn't that hard of a battle. But, I mean, Jordan has the shoes. He's got moot. You know, he's got Space Jam. He's got records. He's got six rings. And he's, he's got people. the crying meme. He had he's the got swag. the crying meme, bro. <laughs> yeah, he got the meme now. <laughs> so that's going to live on for like ever, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, uh, you see, like if it was Magic Johnson, 
like if, if memes in, in the internet was around when Magic Johnson was out dog they would have definitely had a Magic Johnson meme nah but that meme like his that age meme, meme ain't even funny yo that see there's they a would do though. it they would there's do a it. difference they was but fucking it wouldn't with be as they was fucking though. with Charlie Sheen about his age stuff they would have they would have been on my on Magic Johnson dog let somebody see, get let some let a basketball player get AIDS right now and let's see what they're gonna see what happens. I mean, it's gonna be hot for a minute and then it's gonna die down because you're taking someone's someone's illness, someone's sickness, and you keep poking at them with it. Like the crime meme is because Michael Jordan was kind of being arrogant and he was talking that talk and he, he you finally got him in a time where he was crying. So you're just gonna keep poking fun at him because of, you know, of that situation but it oh. wasn't like he got some type of sickness you know what i'm saying so i, I doubt i, I doubt people different. i doubt people even know where the meme comes from i mean like like the like the the common person who's not a yeah. basketball fan who still thinks it's funny because i look at it man, I'm, I'm a i'm a slight basketball fan i happen to know where it's from but i look at it and it just looks funny it, it's it be, it became funny. It wasn't funny at first to me, <laughs> right? But when they started using it on everything, and I started really getting it, it became funny. Yeah. So the so this so called greatest player ever is now reduced down to a meme. To the point, it's so it's such a big thing that even Barack Obama called him out on it. Did you see that? Nah. What did he say? So Barack Obama, like before he left office, he he gathered all these people and he was giving uh, awards to him, like some type of award. And uh-huh. he, he had Michael Jordan there. And he was like, he's not only the greatest player in NBA history, and he's not only a crying meme. And Michael, <laughs> Michael Jordan started laughing. <laughs> But I heard he actually doesn't think that shit is funny. But <laughs> <laughs> but you, you can't get mad at the president, though, right? So it is it's pretty much hit the top of pop culture. You know, when you got the president of the United States clowning the actual dude, the greatest player of, of all time, and he's clowning him straight to his face. That was pretty good. Yeah, that I mean, that's it is super funny, man. It's definitely, it's definitely super funny. And the fact that they put it on anybody's face. Like, I just saw the other day, uh, Greg Popovich, he's the coach of the San Antonio Spurs, and they just lost the series. They got swept um, in the series against Golden State. And they had a face that clearly looked like Greg Popovich, had the facial hair and everything in the shape of his face, but they had the crime being superimposed to where... (laughs) I don't know how they still even make it look like Popovich and Jordan at the same time. Like the Whoever beard, did that shit had the beard is beautiful. On Jordan's face. But it still looked like Popovich yeah. though. It's crazy how good it looked. We've and we've been kind of discussing this. So, so I feel like the meme is kind of falling off. I feel like Jordan is going to ultimately be able to get past this thing. And you've been no, saying man. it ain't really falling off. 
the men. It's not. So not in the sports world. And that's what I'm saying. So Magic Johnson's thing, his thing was about him having a sickness. And that's a sad time. And that's a hard time. And that's a real life situation. Michael Jordan, he's always been the arrogant type, the go-getter type. And they caught him crying at his inducting speech. And they took that face and they're using it. And it's a sports thing. So it got hot in pop culture for a minute to where they was putting it on everything. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It's dying down from being put on everything. But in the sports world, anybody that loses, if you take an L in the sports world, you, you will forever face. have the Michael Jordan crime. <laughs> it's you never get, going you, away. You're getting that face. You get in that face. You know what, though? But that's what's keeping him alive and the conversation. Because I was going to say, when we all die off, like when our sons grow up, they're not going to be talking about Michael Jordan like that. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be looking at possibly Kobe Bryant, definitely LeBron James, definitely Russell Westbrook and guys, right? You think so? But these memes, these memes, though, like the Michael Jordan meme is going to keep his name alive like who is this guy oh this is a guy who has the jordan shoe the crying meme they say he's the best player i'm gonna say he's the best player too i don't care i think i think the meme thing by then will just completely play out like people will be on to something different not social media it'll be on to something different and memes just won't that would be just an old thing from the 2000s Dude, if you just Google Michael Jordan crying memes, there's so many funny ones out there, man. Like, I just came across one. The Minnesota Minnesota Vikings last year, they missed the field goal that would have got them a win. And so they got a snapshot of the kicker, like, throwing his leg back ready to kick. And instead of a football, they got Michael Jordan's <laughs> head crying. <laughs> so, they got the crying meme as the football, man. That is hilarious. So I don't, I'm not sure if there will, will ever be a time where Jordan falls off completely. Like, like say 40 years from now, I think there could actually still be Jordan shoes at that time. And the only reason I'm saying that is because take a look at Madden. Madden football. Yeah. Madden football used to be about a man named John Madden. He was a sports announcer. Now it's his own thing right and it's just he, mad and now. he and he used to play he used to call all the plays on the even on the video game but now he's not even on the video game anymore he used to be on the cover of the game they don't use him on the cover anymore of course he's, he's, he's like man. 97 and <laughs> the game is still called madden so i and they obviously don't see any reason to change the name no, because it's built his own brand. So I guess like the Jor- like the Jordans for Nike, it, it's built his own brand that's just keep going time after time. So after so time. do you think so? So what I'm saying is, so 40 years from now, could there still be Jordan shoes? Definitely, definitely. There will still there be, will Jordan, still be shoes. Jordan shoes. Would they be on top of LeBron's? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. Whoa! I'm not saying I'm not going in that conversation just yet. But okay. Or I didn't plan to go. To I mean, because right now it's I'm just clearly Jordan. The two. Yeah, it's clearly Jordan over LeBron, right? It's clearly as far as shoes but or as far as shoes, yeah. as far as sneakers. Yeah. Clearly Jordan over LeBron, no question. Okay. But in in fifteen years, I don't know, man. I don't know. So what if you got some LeBrons? Hold on to them because we already know what happens. You know, no, I, I ain't saying that. I, you know what? I think 
I think it's just a one and done thing, man. I don't think anybody's shoe is going to be like how Jordan, how epic Jordan's was. You know how when something gets done once, there are a lot of copycats that come after and you just, you're just not the same. You don't think like that would be LeBron, retro LeBron? I mean, they do it, but it's not like Jordan, though. But it ain't Ralph, though. I'm saying, I'm saying in <laughs> 20 saying? years. But it ain't Ralph, though. In 20 years, the, I mean, there'll be retro LeBrons. Yeah, but it ain't the same, man. I, I don't know. It's just not the same. How is it not the same? LeBron's got to find his own thing. He's going to have to do, like, shoelaces or something. I don't know. Nah, I it think it is going to be the same. It's, I it's think hard it absolutely will be the same. Like, people, like, that, I mean, that just happens. Like, people like retro stuff. So, even if it wasn't LeBron's, I mean, any retro shoe, I think people would be digging at some point. I, I can't put it into words how the Jordan shoe is just it's, it's just different. It's its own thing. Like Jordan shoes made it cool. His shoes made it cool to have so many pairs of shoes with so many different colorways. To, to have the same shoe with six different colors. I got he made you. it cool. Look, and dude. although I have LeBrons, I have a, like a couple pairs of LeBrons where it's the same shoe and I got three different colorways of them. I understand that the culture doesn't look at them the same as how they look at Jordans because he because he hasn't had the time yet. Give it time. You got to give it time. That's what I think. I mean, he he's on his 14th shoe, bro. I mean, how much more time does he need, bro? He's about to retire in about three or four years. <laughs> but so Jordan's turned into something different after Jordan was retired. Yeah. Well, they was hot when it was out. Oh, they was it, definitely it hot did, when it was out. It yeah. did burn longer. It did get some extra burn out of nowhere. It definitely got some extra burn because it wasn't supposed to go this long. Actually, this show wasn't supposed to go this long. We need to wrap up, bro. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I have something else I want to say. But, oh, I got you. I, I, you were saying you don't know how to put it into words about the yeah. Jordan. Um, Charlemagne, I think Charlemagne put it the best. Um, he said that he believes the number 23 should be retired from numbers. Like, we should say 21, 22, 24, 25. Like, right, you should just right. skip 23. It should be retired from everything. It's like it's like number 13 on an elevator. Right. Like, it is no number 13. You right. go to 12 and then you go to 14. Right. They say... I don't know about that. Well, I'm trying to support what you were saying, how you were saying how special Jordans were. I was trying yeah. to trying to put it into a way that people would would understand. That's that's cool. That I, I get that. Is 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 definitely that big. It's definitely that big. Right. But me me on the flip side, I feel like somebody will surpass Jordan, and that somebody's gonna be LeBron James because just statistically, I mean he's he's. But you're a number. I, mean, I think guy. Jordan. I think Jordan is, has more points as far as like. Uh, career I mean I know career points but I mean averaging more points career wise but LeBron has like quadruple the assists that Jordan but had. He I has think more I think than Jordan you might had. be looking, and he's doing it in less shots than Jordan did it but this is but you have to also look at what perspective you're talking about this from you're talking about this from a perspective of what would be considered an old head at this point you're talking about um like like, well, for most people, they'll be like Jordan. You know, that like people our age would be like Jordan is the greatest. Kids these yep. days don't give a fuck. I mean, they, they they like the Jordan shoes, but they're not fucking with Jordan like that. Right, right, right. You know, it's LeBron. LeBron it's going to be they guy. True. So it's a generational thing. You know, of course, people before us, 
you know, thought somebody else was the man, not Jordan. Yeah, and and Kobe is still my favorite player, but I mean, statistically though, I mean, LeBron is a more efficient player. I know he he's he's the better player, and I got to give that up. But I still like Kobe better. I just that's who I watch play. That's who I had my moments with watching the games, and so and AI too. AI's AI's a favorite player too. His career just didn't burn long enough, so he never anyway. won anything. Yeah, he didn't want to practice. <laughs> Talking All right, practice? and you could be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you listening to Jaren and myself, and we both appreciate that. So we want to thank you. And in case you didn't know, I'm sure you know by now. But in case you didn't, we got a new listener or two. Uh, we have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Powercast. We're reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power. It's by Robert Greene. We read the book, we ingest it, and we give you examples from real life. And things that we've seen happen maybe on television or we see something that the hip hop stars use or whoever. We just try to put in the better terms for you, make it easier to digest. <laughs> Check it out. Robert Greene is dropping a ton of jewels. Some of the stuff you're doing already, but he helps, he helps you understand why you're doing it. This gives you an opportunity to invest in yourself, man. The PowerCast is about 30 minutes an episode. It's 2017. You could be listening to Mumble Rap, right? That's cool. Or you could be enriching your mind and learning something that's going to help you get to the next level. So it's your choice, but it's there. And you can email us at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. That's thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. You know what? You guys might not know this, but Jaren and I are, Jaren and I are the advice connoisseurs. So you need to go ahead and drop us a line, man. If you don't want to drop us a line, we're not in the Stone Ages anymore. You can hit us up on Twitter. The handle is at Corp Streets, and you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who know the starting lineups for each team for the last three NBA finals, but they can't tell you the last three vice presidents. Peace. Let's see. We got Joe Biden. Yep. Uh, are we counting Donald? I said, uh, are we calling Donald Trump? No, we ain't counting him. Okay. Last three. So last Joe three Biden. Votes. Uh, so for Bush, he had Dick, Dick Cheney, yeah. And for it was who was it? Bill Clinton before that. Yep. And he had uh, Al Gore. Yep. Go yeah. one more back because this one was interesting. Go one, one more, more back. back. Yeah. I'll say so. That was who was the first was Bush? The other Bush. Yeah. And who did he his have? guy was uh, Dan Quayle. D. You on point with it, boy. And for Reagan, it was George Bush. You on point with it, homie. Oh. <laughs> you the man. All right, we out. Peace. I don't know them, th- them starting three lineups, though. <laughs> ah, it's cool. <laughs> All right. Civics over sports, dog. Civics over sports. <laughs>